Welcome to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't, a podcast dedicated to helping you create the relationship you truly want. And now, here's your host, licensed psychotherapist, Rhoda Mills-Summer. Welcome. You are listening to Episode 7, Why Do People Give Up on Sex? Sex is one of the nicest ways to relieve stress, and it's free to boot. So why does it evaporate from so many relationships? Estrogen is a very different hormone from testosterone. Women can flatline and ignore their libido because estrogen doesn't nag their bodies the way testosterone does. Sadly enough, many women feel the work of achieving an orgasm rather than the delight. I've had so many women tell me what a chore sex is that I am certain they ignored their sexual peak in their mid-30s. Sometimes it seems like women want kids but not sex. Partners stop having sex with each other and don't even talk about it. Is it really okay to have a celibate marriage without any discussion? I don't think so. Not having sex and not talking about it is unfair. It really takes a lot of courage to love somebody else and dive into the dark places to talk about what's missing. You have to really have a value of fairness to push yourself into the uncomfortable place of being more of a grown-up and dealing with your sexuality. Whoever wants sex the least is the one with the most power. If you don't miss sex, then it's not really a problem, is it? Control is the way to deprive and make sure sex doesn't happen. So why do people put up stop signs about sex? They are scared. They are afraid to be vulnerable and talk about it. They are afraid to take responsibility for wanting sex. They are resentful and feel entitled to be withholding. They have gotten comfortable and not having sex and feel entitled to shut it down. They have forgotten or never learned to really enjoy their own sexuality. They have erased their desire. They haven't decided to really figure out how to show up and really be available to the us of the marriage. It isn't just you and I. It's a third entity called us. Not having sex can be about punishment. One example from my own experience with working with people, we're not having sex because I want you to do penance. You had the affair three years ago, and I have not forgiven you. They also pretend it's okay to not have sex because they don't want to look at themselves. There are tons of reasons and excuses not to have sex. Trying to talk about sex is something most people cooperate in avoiding. We avoid it because it makes us uncomfortable. If someone even gets out one strangled sentence, they feel it is enough, a good enough effort. It's a whole lot easier to just give up 
Talking about sex is hard and it requires courage and persistence. The right thing to do is the hard thing to do. Your partner deserves an honest conversation instead of pretending it doesn't matter. So find a way to start the conversation. What do you like? What gets in the way? Have you ever been hurt sexually? Is initiating sex hard or easy for you? Does your sexuality scare you or are you comfortable with it? These are just a few questions to help you begin somewhere with the sharing. You also might begin by acknowledging that you feel awkward and that it's difficult. It might make the conversation a bit easier to start if you rent an erotic movie first. Notice as you watch, do you allow your own sexual feelings to emerge or do you squelch the feelings? Do you enjoy the sensuality or do you squirm? Two fine suggestions for erotic movies, not pornographic, erotic, would be E2 Mama Tambien or Sex and Lucia. I also want to add a book that could be really useful that both partners could read. Intimacy and Desire by David Schnark. He is doing the most current work with sexuality. And I think you'll find it really helpful if there are problems. Today's challenge. Ask yourself, when was the last time you had sex? Do you and your partner talk about your sex life? Ask them if they are happy with the frequency. Ask them their thoughts on how it might be improved. Ask if there is anything you can do to make sex work better. Or is there anything missing? Thanks for listening. This is Rhoda sharing what I've learned after 35 years of experience. I hope you'll take time to review today's episode and subscribe. Visit therapyideas.net for more information. Thank you for listening to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and help get the word out. To learn more or connect with Rhoda, visit therapyideas.net.